0: Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories. The show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes. Behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you will have to keep listening. Today, we're talking about content planning and question writing with a podcaster who is an expert in pre-production. How do they come up with their topics and write their questions? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story.
1: Hi, I'm Sean Holden. I'm a producer with Jar Audio based in Vancouver, but living in Montreal, Canada.
0: What is your podcast show about and why did you start? Tell us about your intention and motivation.
1: I've worked on a few shows with a lot of different genres. One's talking about entrepreneurship, uh, some about religion, others about technology and communication. But the one that I want to share with you has been all about science. It's a show called nice Genes, And what it does is it takes a really fun inquisitive look into all our world around us in the realm of science, talking through the lens of genomic science. If you don't know what that is, check out the show. Um, but what really motivated me to pursue the show and, and be the producer for it was the fact that it was talking about really interesting, in-depth topics about, you know, life on this planet, about big, deeper questions about our DNA and how it's reflected in our environment. And these are sort of the questions that I was thinking about long ago that took me into the realm of journalism and podcasting uh, and really made me want to do this as a living so that's kind of a really big reason as to why i'm enjoying making this show and putting it together
0: what is your pre-production process how do you plan your content and your topics do you prepare and come up with the content alone or with a team
1: so when it comes to coming up with the pre-production process for producing nice jeans um, we always try and find a bigger, broader topic. Some people figure out if they want to do a guest first, they might want to do uh, figure out their topic first, uh, and then they kind of go from there to build an episode. For us, we do a really broad sweep and then narrow it down. So we start off with our big topic. So say like a question about evolutionary biology, that's something we want to touch on. And then we start kind of narrowing down onto the topic of what is something really interesting happening in the realm of evolutionary biology right now that we can focus on. So we start finding really interesting, unique stories out on the interwebs and start building off of that. Next, we start figuring out what a guest either from those stories or someone who can relate to us closely as to, you know, give us a really interesting and unique perspective, whether it's a lived experience that they've had in this topic. So say for evolutionary biology, they went, jumped on a plane, uh, flew off to an archipelago and started finding a rare species that they wanted to look into and, and sort of how it became what it became. Um, so those are kind of the really unique and interesting stories. We start big, narrow down small. Um, it's a big task to kind of do these. Uh, I do kind of manage quite a bit on my own, but luckily there is a team behind me to help hash some of these things out. So, you know, I get to work with the folks at Genome British Columbia, who help sponsor this show. And they're this community of scientists who can help find some really unique voices, as well as the other members of my team at Jar Audio are able to help me figure this out.
0: How to know what content topics listeners love? How do you study the market of your own audience? Do you plan your episodes topics in advance? Or you would rather be spontaneous and follow the trend?
1: When it comes to sort of knowing what topics we want to jump into, it's sort of, there's two realms. There's my brain that wants to go with the most interesting and random thing I've come across that just, you know, you get obsessed about over the next couple days or weeks or months. Um, But like I mentioned previously, we work with the folks at Genome British Columbia and they have that eye into the realm of science. Um, So they really help talk about what their audience and what people in the science community want to know from them. So, for instance, talking about questions that are difficult to talk about in the science of, uh, realm of science, such as ancestry and race and things like that in genomics, um, as well as things like cold cases and forensics, and then going on to things like talking about um, the scientific reality and genomics of, of things like intergenerational trauma. Those are things that they found out through their own surveys and throughout their own research that made them pick up, you know, these are sort of topics that their audience cares about and that they want to hear about. So for me, I'm, I'm kind of stuck between those two realms of the crazy random stories I want to gather, but also thinking about the value of what the audiences and, and, and those listening in really want to pick up. So that's kind of how we balance it out make it really fun, interesting, random stuff, but also we have our own sort of research and studying into what people are asking us that they want to hear and and dive into.
0: Which method do you believe in? Questions and content before finding the guest or after finding the guest? In other words, do you set the content or it depends on the guest's profile?
1: So when we're talking about questions and content before finding a guest or finding your guest first and then questions and content, um, I want to go back to talking about that big topic that we we sort of filter down. So we start off with a big topic and then we filter down to find interesting stories. But I do believe that the guest is the one that informs what the content should shape up to be. You've reached out to them and you're asking them for the answers. You're asking them for what their truth is and what their experience is and i think that that is what should inform the content you're not trying to have them say what you want them to say about the topic they're the ones that's going to dictate what it is so when i develop these episodes i build up that whole topic and i get it sorted and then when i'm sitting and doing a pre-interview or chatting with the guest to try and gather as many details from them so I understand what their perspective is, which is gonna inform the content and evolve the episode to be more truthful and genuine from what our guests' experiences have been. So I think it's a, it's a really important distinction to make that uh, guests are the ones who inform what the content of an episode is gonna end up being at the end of the day.
0: How do you write the best interview questions for your guests? Do you have any templates? And how much research do you do? What's your question writing process?
1: So how do you write the best interview questions for your guests? It obviously depends on who your guest is. But sort of my go-to for no matter who I'm talking to is the really basics who, what, where, when, and hows that you know most producers and podcasters go in with. Um, and there's a reason for that. It's so that you can sort of build the basic foundations of what you need in your story to have a fleshed out topic and idea from your guest. Uh, Then the question is how much research do you do for that guest to help inform those who's, what's and where's and when's that you wanna ask them? Um, And for me, yes, I definitely wanna research the guest. I wanna figure out what their expertise is because that's gonna be information that helps me figure out that unique lens and angle. You know, the person from before who goes to the archipelago to uncover what uh, crazy new species it is I want to learn about wherever I can their experience and what that was like you might never know that you might find an interesting detail along the way by asking what happened then how did it happen what did it look like they might describe to you how they got held up at the the border and they couldn't cross over for a long time they almost missed their entire plane and, and their whole project could have been thrown out the window in just a moment you wouldn't know if you didn't ask those basic questions um and the other thing is when you're thinking about your writing process when you're building around that i think don't be afraid to work in some of the sillier questions some of the ones that you know you you feel like you're talking to an expert and you need to meet their level but not all of your listeners are that expert either they might want to hear that random question of of something really basic you know oh what What day did this happen? Um, What did it feel like when when this happened to you? Uh, Things like that. And and it's okay to ask those sort of dumb questions now and then. Or I'll, I'll say that differently. It's okay to ask some of the more questions you're hesitant to ask because you feel like they're not as important. Those are totally fine to grab. I think the one other thing I like to add, and it's always in the back of my mind when I'm writing and thinking of questions is figuring out how I can ask those questions to invoke the guest to speak in a way that can visually take your listener there. One of the challenges in podcasting is that, you know, you don't have image, you don't have video to sort of show somebody a story that's happening. You have to try and invoke it through sound. So I always like to think about... Okay if this person has gone on this big expedition and journey how do I need to ask this question so they paint a picture for our audience to hear you know tell me about uh, what did it look like when you landed down at the airport in the archipelago and what sort of sounds did you come across and you might they might give you an answer like we touched down and we landed on the sandy beaches. Uh, of the archipelago and I opened the door and and saw this beautiful sunshine and birds were flooding in. And there I was, I was here to do what I needed to do. And those sorts of answers can be excellent opportunities to, you know, make our audience relate with our character as well as an ability for us in the editing room to sort of start building out really interesting sounds to complement that. And next thing you know, your audience is transported there and they're sucked into your episode because you've done the sort of audiovisual storytelling that's needed in there.
0: Is there a question in one of your interviews that you now regret asking? What are some questions you should never ask or topics you should avoid?
1: So are there questions or topics that I regret asking or things that you really just don't want to bring up or you should just avoid altogether when you're interviewing somebody? Um As I said earlier, I don't believe that there's any silly questions. I think that you want to cultivate a space where those uh, questions are encouraged um, to sort of come up so you can really get a a big scoop and understanding from each other. Um, However, I do say with a caveat is being conscious of the types of questions you're asking in the sense as to why you're asking. Look and reflect as to the perspective or potential internal bias that you may have in when you develop that question and that you want to pitch it to the interviewee and recognizing that the interviewee may not have that same worldview or perspective or bias and and may respond differently um so that's sort of the one sort of takeaway is sort of really be reflective on the sort of things you're asking and you know if it's being informed by internal biases you want to be open enough so that the individual uh can bring in their perspective not your own
0: and finally, what advice would you give to someone aiming to be unique and well-targeted in their content topic and questions? Any tips?
1: Okay, so how do you be well-targeted and unique when it comes to your content and topics and questions? Um, I really feel like the part that can can really make that difficult is in the topic stage when you're at that big top part, trying to figure out what your episode's gonna be. Um, That narrowing down is essential in order to uh, be unique and well-targeted to figure out what is the piece of information people are going to remember in this episode. And so the little trick or little tip is to ask yourself, what is the focus in all of this? And a quick little sentence you can ask yourself about what the focus in this topic is, is you ask who is doing what for what reason? Who doesn't necessarily have to be a person, it's much easier if it is, but it could also be a group of people it could be sort of an event uh it could be all sorts of things so that is sort of the quick little tip i would give you is just ask yourself who is doing what for what reason and then you'll probably be able to build from there and have a pretty focused episode
0: thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show and thank you for sharing your process challenges tips and tricks with us
1: thanks for having me and uh i really appreciate the chance to uh Share some of my thoughts.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guests, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.